You're listening to the Auburn Express. What's up and War Eagle, War Report family. It's your guy, Ike Jones. We are back with another morning drop. This morning, we are talking about key matchups as the Auburn Tigers head to Fayetteville to face off with the Arkansas Razorbacks. And y'all know how we do. We got to get straight into it right here. War Report style. Let's drop it on them. You are now now listening listening to to The War Report. Morning Drop is a Wednesday. I almost forgot what day it was. It's a Wednesday morning, uh, November the 8th, and we are here. You got Ike Jones, Mike G in the place to be. Talking a little Auburn football this morning. Um, Mike you know, we, had, we watched the basketball game last night. We'll get into the basketball game a little bit more tonight. Um, but today we're talking, this morning we're talking football. We'll get into you guys' basketball stuff. And I had a little opportunity to get into a post game or whatever. Uh, but uh, yeah, yeah, we'll talk We'll talk more basketball tonight. Before we get into the conversation about Arkansas and the football situation, y'all know what you need to be doing, sharing the video at the Warport on all social media so that we can know that you guys are sharing it. I appreciate everybody who continues to do this, sharing it and letting us know that you made that share. Like the video if you're in here. Give us that thumbs up. Subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. You're out there. Go squash. And it don't cost nothing to subscribe. Listen, um, no, nobody's going to know that you secretly love the war poor or you love to hate us. Go ahead and hit that sub button, man. It's all good. And if you're out there in the land of podcasts listening to this, then go ahead and give us a five-star review and share that with somebody. Can't believe what these guys are saying. Do you hear that they actually <laughs> think that Auburn should – I don't know, whatever y'all think we said. Just share it and, and, and tell us why we're stupid. Um, but, yeah, let's get into the conversation, Mike G. Um First and foremost, how you feeling, man? You feeling all right this morning, dude? Yeah, feeling good. Look, we had, like you mentioned, we had a Auburn basketball last yeah. night. Uh, we'll talk more about that tonight. They didn't win, but it was, I think, a good start for Bruce Pearl and his squad. Um, they definitely found scoring, Ike, and I think that's something a lot of people have been asking for the last couple of years. Right. Where is the shooting? They found some last night. Uh, I think they played a good team first game of the season. Uh, Auburn basketball will will be just fine. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. We're going to talk key matchups, though, today, Auburn versus Arkansas. And uh, let's start with the Auburn defense going against this Arkansas offense that's going to look different than it has for the vast majority of this season. Really only one game sample size under the new interim offensive coordinator, um, Coach Hugh Freeze talked a little bit about how they seem to be more in alignment with what they were doing last season because the uh, the guy who's calling plays has ties to last year's OC. Um, just thoughts on what Auburn needs to do defensively to be able to, and what's the key matchup for you when you're looking at Arkansas play against Auburn? Uh, yeah, look, uh, Auburn's secondary versus, uh, you know, their passing game. Um I they're terrible on offense. They're bad. Uh, statistically, they have found their way to the bottom of the conference in total yardage. Uh, it's they're not good. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> After the start that Auburn had the SEC play, I don't know if they could have asked for an easier stretch after Ole Miss. Yeah. Um, an easier stretch of bad games. Uh, you know, started with Mississippi State, Vanderbilt, 
uh, playing in a, uh, a junior high stadium, and then Arkansas, who, although it is on the road and it will be a tougher environment, I think, than Nashville was, not good. Dude, they're just not good. Arkansas so, fans don't agree, by the way. And I, t- I told you guys the other day, Arkansas fans going to pull up uh, whenever they don't you agree mention, about what? Whenever you mention Arkansas, they're going to pull up. Arkansas fans in the comments have told me we are crazy. We don't know anything about Arkansas football. And they're, one, one person said that they're, you know, uh, one – third down stop or something like that. Some crazy thing about we're, we're, we're close. We're closer to six and three than we are. I'm like, okay. Con- you haven't won, you haven't won a game in the SEC. Congratulations. <laughs> I, don't, I mean, I don't know. Okay. I mean, listen, the record is what it, we, we own the fact that our record is what it is. Yeah, what it is. Yeah. And right. Yeah, uh, as I a mean, matter of fact, if we, if we do this in this game and you do this in this game, we might, your record is what, what it is, man. I didn't, I didn't play the games. I, and the not, stats bear out the fact that you're not good. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah, the, the record, the stats, all of it, it's all just terrible. Like, look, outcomes, right? At this point in the season, you're judged by outcomes, right? The the the, the we're closer to argument is something that people use mid to early season. We're on the back half of the season, right. man. You are judged by outcomes. And the outcome is Auburn is averaging 300. I mean, so Arkansas is all averaging 325.3 yards per game, which is dead last in the conference. Right. Uh, uh, and somehow worse than Auburn. Right. Yeah. Auburn has not been good at only 355.4 yards per game. And that is ballooned in large part by like three cupcakes, like two cupcakes. Right. You know, and Vanderbilt. <laughs> so, I, you know, in my mind, I'm just thinking, like, hey, look, I know they beat Florida last week, and, you know, people wanted to find some hope. And I'll never fault any fan of their team for trying to find hope. Right. To all not fault other people for speaking truth about your situation. And your situation is, is that you have found you've been allergic to winning so far this season. Right. Uh, a lot of Auburn fans will tell you they were struggling. They and and, and 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 if you listen to the right fans, they'll tell you they're not sure the struggle is over, more so than the opponents have just not been good. Right. So uh, here's what I won't pretend. I won't pretend like this is a good matchup between two tough teams. Right. <laughs> Hear me out. Offensively, these are two bad teams. Yeah, I mean, listen, the stats are what they are. Yeah, right. Uh, defensively, I like – if we're taking one's offense versus the other's defense – I like I like Auburn's defense in this one, right? I think that that is going to be the key to winning this game for them. And, uh, you know, we'll see if that bears out. Look, sell out to stop the run, force K.J. Jefferson to throw the ball against the strength of your defense, which is your secondary. That's it. Those guys have been coming up with interceptions all year, right? And, and so, you know, again, I'm going to repeat this. At this point in the season, you are what you have repeatedly done up to this point. Right. What those guys have repeatedly done is for, force turnovers every single game. They're on a crazy streak right now. They've gotten interceptions. They forced fumbles. <laughs> uh, 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 they've done their job. And they've not allowed a ton of points in SEC play to their opponents. All things considered, with the offense losing time of possession as much as they've been in every single game, including LSU at halftime, was only a 10-point lead. I got blown out in the second half, but you know that offense is going to do that. <laughs> was going to do that to a lot of people this year. I mean, they they've got, in my opinion, the Heisman winner at quarterback 
or should be the Heisman winner at quarterback right now. And so if you extrapolate the one game that is truly the anomaly in terms of points allowed, Auburn's defense has done great, all things considered. Yeah, Auburn's got a good defense, man. I don't know anybody who can debate whether or not the defense has played well. Um, they play well. The, the, the thing for me is that I think Auburn, you know, we talk about key matchups. Uh, to me, it's going to be K.J. Jefferson still, but the linebacking core of Auburn and whether or not that group is able to stop what they want to do in their run game, particularly in the QB run, because I feel like that's going to be a more featured portion of their offensive game plan. Can our linebackers be there to make sure KJ Jefferson doesn't go crazy with his legs, as you said, and force it into a situation where they've got to throw the ball more consistently. Can you keep him in the pocket? And when he, is able to break contain. Can you get him on the ground and tackle him? Those linebackers right. are going to be the primary guys responsible for that. I'm looking at Cam Riley. I'm looking at Nixon. I'm looking at Eugene Asante. I'm looking at um, uh, Austin Keys. Those are going to be the primary four linebackers that are going to be in the game. Can those four guys figure out a way to make sure KJ Jefferson, Rocket Sanders, and I forget what the other young man's name is that's uh, that was running the ball for them. Um, forgive me, Arkansas fans. But can you keep those guys corralled this game and make sure that they are going to have to throw the ball? That's I think that's the brass tacks of the defensive game plan for them. Um, let's flip it, though, and talk a little bit about. Was it A.J. Green? Green. Thank you. Yes. Green was yeah, the other guy yeah, that's okay. been running the ball for them. Um <clears throat> Let's flip it, though, and talk a little bit about – and there's actually another guy who was playing a little bit more, but A.J. Green's been the primary one. Um, Agustave, I think his name yeah. is. Uh, but uh, but A.J. Green is the one I was trying to think of. Let's talk about a little bit for the Auburn offense, who – listen, if we're going to be honest and talk about what you've been, you've already said it. The Auburn offense has not been something to write home about so far this season. No. Turn the corner, no. it seemed a little bit, versus Vanderbilt, Mississippi State, albeit subpar opponents. Mississippi State's a decent defense, though. Auburn scored the ball pretty much at will first half versus them. Vanderbilt, very scrappy defense, but statistically not great. So Auburn able to do what they could do against them mostly getting big plays and explosives out there in the offense. What does Auburn need to do offensively and what matchups are you looking at to say, this is where Auburn needs to take advantage and make sure that we are winning this matchup to win this football game. Two weeks ago, I would have said, throw the ball, throw the ball, throw the ball. I'm not sure this team is good enough that balance matters. Hmm. I think you just have to do what works and stack W's right now. So um, the outcome we're at, we're at that point in the season as well, where the outcomes on the field are going to start to affect recruiting, right? The, the L's are going to matter. And some of these kids who maybe are committed, but are on the fence are going to be looking for proof of concept. Um, but you, you need to win as well too. Uh, here's what I say. I, right. Like I don't, I think they should continue trying to give Peyton Thorne, upwards of 25 throws a game. Mm -hmm. I think as a low 60% something passer, Q Free, I asked Q Freeze about this in the presser, and I said, hey, you know, the last couple games you've given him more throws. Had he expressed any frustration at the volume of throws? He said it's not about volume for me or him. Cap, Q, cap. It is absolutely, you're not telling me Peyton Thorne is happy throwing the ball 18 times a game. Now, what he said was true. You can find success 
doing that. Well, but it's not so like he's out it's there not cap co- if he if if he's saying that Peyton's never said it to him. Now, whether he feels well, like that or not, is but yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, that, that was kind of my yeah. point, right? Like it's like yo, it, it, I mean, whether he's saying it or not, you know, it's about volume for every quarterback wants to go out there and throw it twelve times a game. You know, right. now if that's what they're directed to do, most will do what they're directed to do. But like, come on, dude, you and I both know um, some a, a guy who threw the ball thirty times a game. Uh, Didn't want to come to Auburn and throw it 18. (laughs) Yeah, right. Like, so let's be real. And the offense has looked better with him throwing the ball 25 plus times a game. They were shielding him earlier in the season and it didn't, it didn't lead to any wins. So my whole thing is you probably could have just let him sling it a little bit more. It it didn't help you. Uh, You lost those games. So um, throw the ball, let him throw the ball 25 plus times a game at this point and live with the outcome. Right. Um, you can still give him that many throws and have and run the ball substantially more. I think the balance against Vanderbilt was something like 55 45. Mm-hmm. They had 37 runs to 27 passes. That, I think that's, that's okay. Yeah. Like, I would like to see more volume on both ends, you know, closer to 70 plays. A yeah. Game. I mean, well, that's going to be contingent yeah. on them not getting all these three and right. right? Sure. Sure. Uh, but this is where we're at, man. I can't say it enough, dude. This offense in year one has been disappointing. Yeah. I, I mean, I uh, yeah. it has been disappointing. Yeah. And, you know, the whole wait till he gets his guys argument, I think, is an excuse and a cop out. And um, I think that they have to own responsibility for the results. It's not to say they won't fix it next year. Sure, they'll fix it. But um, I think Auburn may be in a tough situation after the season. So, you know, try, use these last three games to try to get the ball to your playmakers, you know, um, and get this offense at least to a point where going into the Iron Bowl, there's some enthusiasm and some belief that you will go in and put up the fight of your life for the fans that will show up and support you. They've done a great job so far this year showing up in spite of the outcomes in my book. Yeah, I think Auburn fans are going to show up and be theirs, particularly for the Iron Bowl regardless. But in terms of matchups for me, um, it's going to be about the run game. And, and you mentioned that already, Mike, about like, you know, hey, I don't know. Uh, what the volume of throws is going to be. Can we find success in the run game? Because to me, that's really been the the essential catalyst, right? The long run from Jarquez Hunter, the explosives that we were able to get in those regards have forced teams to, you know, they're already doing a lot of run blitzing. I think Arkansas is going to come into this game and take the second half Mississippi State strategy and the effective plays of what Vanderbilt did against our run and just say, we're sending both linebackers. We're sending a safety. We're sending, they're going to run blitz the absolute dog crap out of this offensive line and force Peyton Thorne to find ways to check out of that stuff and figure out whether or not he can get to something else on those reads. Our offensive line is going to have to be able to handle those run blitzes effectively and the blocking, particularly on the exterior for our runs, whether we're going to be doing speed sweeps or we're going to be doing the quick throws to the wide receivers and that bubble screen stuff that we like to do, that's going to be where Auburn's got to be effective. Can you get something happening on the exterior? Because Arkansas is going to try to take away the interior run. So I'm looking at Jeremiah Cobb in this game on the speed sweep. 
I'm looking at Brian Batty potentially on some of that stuff where we're going to be maybe do some quick screen game to running backs. And then the blocking from the tight ends and wide receivers on the external. Can we figure out how to generate a run game? And I'm using quotation marks to say that that is not necessarily in between the tackles, because I think Arkansas is going to put a concerted effort to take that away. Can your short passing game be your supplementary run? Can you run on the outside and block well enough to make them have to play you honest inside the box? I think that's going to be crucial for Auburn in this game. Yeah, uh, I agreed. Agreed. Um, It's going to be KJ Jefferson is the key. I think, you know, to Arkansas, for this one, right? Um, he's got to have a good game. I don't think he can have a mediocre game and they win against this Auburn defense. So, uh, you know, game plan around stopping him, like you said, containing him and the run and make him beat you with your arm, right? With his arm. Yeah. It's that simple for this Auburn defense. They've been dogs all season. Ron Roberts has done a great job with that squad. Um, and uh, a great many of them don't have any eligibility left. So uh, go out there and play like it's your last game you know, for the last three. And and, and and I expect a positive outcome for Auburn on Saturday. Looking forward to seeing how they've decided to attack these matchups. War Report family, you are listening to The Morning Drop, where we talk about the most recent and relevant Auburn sports news. We broadcast live from the War Report's YouTube channel on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Friday mornings at 10 a.m. Eastern, 9 Central Time. You're welcome to come watch it live, but the live chat is reserved for our YouTube channel members only. So come on by, Become a member and get active in the best Auburn sports community on the webs. We'll be right back after we pay a couple bills. Thanks for sticking around through the ad break. Now here's the rest of your morning drop. You guys are difference makers out here in our comment section because you make this morning drop worth coming and doing every morning. Love to see you guys in here and see your perspectives on things. Even if we don't agree, listen... There's this unrealistic, crazy narrative out here that we only want to hear people who agree with our opinions on things. That could be further from the truth. Am I going to challenge you if you say something that I don't agree with? Absolutely. But that doesn't mean I don't want to hear your perspective on it. I'm just going to tell you I don't agree. And that's fine. We can agree to disagree and keep it moving, war eagle, and, and, and continue to root for the same football team. It's okay for you to disagree with my opinion and tell me you think that it's absolutely wrong. Just bring your facts to the table when we had a conversation. Let's start off with our guy Walker Show today as he says, have y'all heard the rumors about Auburn wanting to move or should move to the ACC? This was a an article that was floating around. Somebody sent me a link to this about um, the idea that Auburn should move on from the SEC because we were no longer in the top portion of the conference, especially with Texas and Oklahoma coming over, and we should move to the ACC because we would have a chance to dominate that conference. I say that is total BS, and if Auburn even entertains this, I will be very upset. Yeah, it's, <clears throat> the, the money alone will not allow this to happen. Yeah, no, right? ACC uh, doesn't I, even have no yeah. bread, right? You'd cool. rather lose and be rich in the ACC than win and be poor in the ACC. So I, I, don't, know, I don't know what to tell you, bro. Uh, if every team quit when they went through the doldrums at the SEC, Tennessee would be gone. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like, a lot of teams would be gone, and uh, that SEC buddy is too good. 
Sorry, not going anywhere. Yeah. Stay right here. I, I can't see it. I don't even. I mean, the ACC is now. It's not even the ACC. They got teams out in California and stuff. Like, what are we doing, bro? That's not even. <laughs> they're a joke of the conference, man. <laughs> Can you imagine if they tried to do that? And then Sankey would acquire the ACC just to get Auburn back. <laughs> <laughs> you can't quit me. Nah. Auburn's too big a brand. Like, what are we doing? Bro? Yeah, yeah, what are we doing? What are we talking about? Jonathan Boyson says key to our defense, I think, will be stopping the run and getting pressure on K. KJ, we agree with that, Jonathan. I think uh, KJ Jefferson, he he is the Arkansas offense, man, right? Like, he's he's what makes it go as mm, pedestrian, I think is the word that I want to use, uh, as the Arkansas offense has been this season. You shut KJ Jefferson down, it doesn't have anything. There's no teeth left in it. Uh, so yeah, yeah. Listen, stop the run, which which primarily is KJ Jefferson, uh, Rocket yep. Sanders, extremely talented, getting back healthy. I understand what he provides to that offense. I just know that KJ Jefferson really is the key to making that offense go, and they're realizing that by getting him more involved in the run game. You shut him down and get pressure on him. Maybe even force him to throw some errant throws and 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 those opportunistic defensive backs that we have. Uh, Auburn should be able to come out with a dub on this one. Uh, Walker Show jumps back in and says, Auburn's defense is better than Florida's, by the way. There is a truth to this. I don't know that statistically Florida is better in anything than Auburn. I don't know because I haven't really looked into Florida. We don't play them. Yeah, oh, I can tell you right now. uh, Defensively, Florida is allowing 350 yards a game. Okay. Hmm. Auburn is allowing 357 yards a game. Okay, so they're seven yards per game better. All right. Uh, on the through the air, Auburn is allowing 202 yards per game. Florida is allowing 209 yards per game. Okay, so the difference is the run game. Uh, and then in the run game, Auburn is allowing 154 yards per game. Florida is allowing. 141 yards per game. So about 13 yards difference there. And then points per game, Auburn is allowing 21.7. Florida is allowing 24.7. Yeah. Okay. So, so they have the upper hand in points per game. Yeah. The one that matters. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, our defense, I think, statistically is better than Florida's. Um, very close. But um, interestingly, though, Florida is better. Again. Listen, man, I watched that Florida game, and Florida blew that game. Let's be clear. Florida blew that they should have won that football game. Again, I'm not mad that Arkansas won because the refs kind of screwed Arkansas in a couple of different places, but Florida blew that game, man. Arkansas didn't outplay them. They just didn't. Yeah. So, you know, again, I get it. I, I know there's going to be a bunch of WPS and you guys are crazy in the comment section. Go watch your own football games and tell me you're a good football team. Yeah. Again, I can watch our football games and say, we're just an average football team right now. We're improving, but we're average. I can be honest. Can you be honest with yourself, Arkansas fans? Can you do that? I haven't seen honesty yet until I get on social media and watch y'all whine all day during your games. Then you're super honest. Uh, Chris S. jumps in and says, what's their run defense like? I watched the game against Bama, and they were getting gashed in the first half. Arkansas's run defense on the season. Uh, you're looking at run defense totals right there. Um what what are they looking like, Mike G? Uh, Their run defense, uh, <laughs> Arkansas. Uh, this is difficult to look at. 129 yards per game. 
uh, versus 154 yards per game for Auburn. Okay. So we're giving up a little bit more on the ground than they are. Uh, uh, defensively, from, from the statistics, these teams are pretty even. Like, like the differences are trivial at best, right? Um, it's going to be about game plan and matchups and, you know, winning matchups. So, uh, you know, Auburn, again, is allowing fewer points per game. Uh, but I would – Man, and in the battle of the worst offenses, right? Like, <laughs> man, I don't know. Yeah, with Jarquez Hunter surging, I want to give, I want to give Auburn the edge. I do. I, I like our run game versus their run defense, and I believe, depending on how Ron Roberts decides to play it. Right? Does he want to force them to the air? Does he want to sell out against the run? I think they can stop the run. Uh, you know, Hugh Freeze mentioned that he's happy with the linebacker group yeah. and the way they're playing. He said the it was their best. He said he felt it was like their yeah. best game this last game. Yeah. So, Austin I Keys mean, has been see. very crucial to that. But them shearing up the rotation in linebackers, by the way. Yeah. Facts. Facts. So I mean, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, Jonathan Boyson jumps in and says, "Is it just me, or has Cobb worked himself into RB 2 Ah, let me dish some tea here. T. Okay. I don't agree that he's uh, worked himself into RB2, by the way. Yeah. Continue. Um, depending on what Jarquez does, um, what what I'm hearing is, is, is that a couple of those guys are looking at definitely hitting the first open transfer portals. Um, and in large part because it looks like Cobb has worked himself almost to RB2. I don't know. I mean, what has the he division, done that, that actually solidifies that? Yeah, it is the increase of repetitions for Jarquez Hunter, the decrease for everybody else. Right, I see that. And, and practice standing. Mm. So, like, you know, some of it is not what we're seeing. Right on the field on Saturday, it's about what's happening in practice and the tone of things. Uh, so man, let me tell you something I love me some Damari Austin, I do, but I, he's not gonna sit another year to wait to be the guy. I mean, I, I this, right. there's there's a lot of guys that you can, like, why would you, you know, if you're yeah, not gonna right, get reps, yeah. you gotta go play football, you gotta go play, yeah. And so, um, you know. My understanding is, you know, some of those guys are evaluating their options depending on how these last few games go. Um, so again, we'll see, we'll see what happens. Um, Hugh Freeze, this is part of why this year's offense to me mattered, right? Um, and the whole these aren't Hughes guys doesn't mean that they didn't have utility and they weren't good. We have some great players on this team. They may have been deficient at some key positions, but um, ultimately, I, if I'm being honest, I, I'm worried about the the exit through the portal and the end of eligibility for a lot of guys. Hmm. There could be a significant amount of turnover on this team at the end of the season. Um, and regardless of what you're bringing in through recruiting and the portal, it, I, it's not a place you want to be when you're losing potential uh, producers and guys who keep competition in practice high, right? You want competition and you have to be, you know, better programs, you have to be able to convince guys to stay, right? And it, it would have been one thing if they were winning and people were 
you know, like, you know, you understand what I'm saying? When you're winning and a guy is doing well, nobody cared, cared about sitting behind Bryce Young, right? Like, you know, Jalen, those guys, what could they say? That dude was balling. The offense was going great. Uh, uh, you know, they were, I mean, it, it, I don't know, results on the field matter. And, and I'm telling you, yeah, there are a lot of people who believe, oh, just once he gets his guys, this will be fixed. And I'm telling you, every coach fights this battle. Every coach fights this battle. And only the cream of the cream of the cream of the crop have been able to overcome it long term. But but you go through cycles. This is why we see everybody outside of Alabama and, and Georgia after Kirby Smart. You know, it seems like they'll have a good season and then fall off the map. Like, you know, look what's happening in Missouri this year. I want in my heart to believe that Missouri will be a contender long term. They're getting, but the results on the field are helping them recruit. I think they got the number one recruit in the whole country. Um, they just picked up Jamari and Burnett. I saw he committed to them. Uh, you know, they're fighting to try to get their share of the recruits. Now, similarly to what I said about Arkansas a few years ago, where they went like nine and three or something like that, and um, LSU last year, I was trying to explain to people again, outside of Alabama and Georgia it is more likely that they were going to fall off what they did last year than take steps forward. Because the only step forward for LSU, because they won the West, mm -hmm. right, was winning the whole SEC going on to the college football playoff. What did you think was going to be more likely this season? Right, that they were going to take those steps forward? No, I was like, listen, man, I can see them losing three or four games. This is what they did. So it's hard to sustain it, but you need to keep the guys on your team to sustain it because I'm telling you, like, these <sighs> – yeah. You just need to keep the guys on your team to sustain it. I'll end it there. Sorry. I was ranting. <laughs> I'm going to shut it down. <laughs> um, AU Curmudgeon jumps in and says, Ike sipping that hater rate this morning. Uh, let me tell you, I sip it every single morning, and I um, <laughs> put a little <laughs> bit of honey purpose. in it. Uh, to sweeten it up some, and it is a delicious morning beverage. Uh, I recommend everybody finding their own little bit of that to be able to get in their system. If it's not Auburn, I have no love for you. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, uh, Miller House says, has Holden worked himself into QB2? Uh, I mean, we've already kind of addressed this. I think it's pretty evident that Holden is getting second team quarterback reps right now. Yeah, Nathan King reported this. Right, there was an open period of practice uh, yesterday, and for those of you who don't know, every Tuesday there's an open period of practice for the media. So um, it wasn't exactly a scoop, right? Like they went there and just saw him taking second team mm -hmm. reps. Uh, so um, yeah, uh, he has it seems worked himself into QB two. We addressed this on a previous show. Um, we addressed this on a previous show. Yep. So uh, ultimately. Yeah, you know, people have decisions to make, um, and it's that time of the season. So we'll see how it works out. We will definitely see how it works out. All right, we will get more into this game tonight as we get into our midweek rapport. I am looking forward to getting the rest of the guys in and having this conversation, as well as picking all of the other games in the SEC uh, tonight. So you guys make sure that you are in here at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time as we get into that. Again, we will be back with you guys tonight for the midweek rapport with more about basketball, more about this Arkansas game, more about all the games around the SEC. Before you get out of here, like the video, subscribe to the channel. Make sure if you're over there on Pod, you us that five-star review and share the content wherever you are. 
Until the next time, and as always, 